Kubera woko lift those hands to him. same in your life. It's impossible. I say it has changed. That amen that is very weak for the Lord. I say it has changed. just a few minutes. Sorry if I was... I want to share with you about a young man. Esau. I mean rather Samson.
Christian life is spiritual. We know the story of Samson, how the couple were barren, and an angel appeared to the wife of Manoah and gave her a prophetic word that they were going to give birth to a son. And the Lord gave instruction not only for the living of the boy that would be given birth to, but even the mother, she was forbidden from drinking the fruit of the vine as long as, as she was carrying the pregnancy. And Samson was supposed to be raised as a Nazarite. And his hair was not supposed to be cut off. And the scripture tells us the time came and the spirit of the Lord began to move upon him. The spirit of the Lord began to move upon him. And whenever the spirit of the Lord moved upon him the result was out of this world. The Bible says every time and Samson shook himself he would stir up the anointing and the spirit would come upon him and he would do superhuman stuff. One day because of his weakness which he didn't deal with he fell into the hand of a woman who was hired by their enemy by his enemies and the scripture tells us that Delilah began to ask Samson for the source of his strength She begged him, and the Bible says, until Samson became ashamed and told her the source of his power. And said, when you cut my hair, I will lose my strength. Unfortunately, he went into sleep. Delilah cut off this. I'm not sure whether Samson was aware when he woke up that his hair was gone. But he shook himself. As he always did. But this time there was nothing. Enemies took all of him. Took off his eyes. He became a slave of the Philistine. The point I want to drive home for you and me to do things out of the ordinary, it will take the Spirit of the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
I don't know whether Samson got so familiar with the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon his life and he began to take it for granted. Probably that's why he got up and shook himself. But he discovered that the power is not in the shaking. The power is in the Holy Spirit. And the scripture says that Samson did not know that the Spirit had departed. I want to encourage us. Praise the Lord. To engage activities that will increase our level of fellowship with God. Because our strength is in who? Is in God. In the person of the Holy Spirit. Jesus spoke to the apostles and told them in Acts chapter 1. Even after giving them commands to preach the gospel into all the world. He told them to do what? To wait for the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit. That when the Holy Spirit would come upon them, what would happen? They would receive the power to do what God had commissioned them to do. Say, I need the power of the Holy Spirit to do what God has ordained me to do. For you to be able to execute the plan of God for your life, God's way, and get God's result, you need the power of the Holy Spirit upon your life. This truth must be embedded in your spirit. We always quote this scripture, it's not by might, it's not by power. Tell never life is spiritual. Say the things you're contending with, they are not natural. They are spiritual. And say, your advantage is you being in the spirit. You must develop that consciousness. So you need to engage practices that makes you aware and increases your level or your depth of fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Practical things that you need to do. <clears throat> Forgive me. You need to engage these things. And please, it is the doer of the word who is blessed, not the hearer of the word. There are forces that have been released from hell to make sure you don't manifest your prophetic destiny. But there is nothing that comes your way or my way for which God has not prepared us to overcome. But the overcoming will take men and women who are conscious of their true identity. Say, my identity is not in the material dimension. My identity is in the spirit. That's why the Lord spoke to us that God must give us seeing eyes and what? Hearing ears. So we don't look at things or interpret life using our senses. We must look at it the way God sees it. And so I pray that the Lord will help you. 
brothers and sisters, you have whatever it takes to be the most successful person wherever you are. Say, I have whatever it takes. It is embedded in the person of who? Of the Holy Spirit. Now we know that Samson was a nobody without who? Without the Holy Spirit. Because he shook us before, nothing happened. So his power was in the Holy Spirit. I want you to be aware of that truth. Your power is in who? Your advantage is in who? Please. So whatever you do, make the Holy Spirit your very, very, very good friend. And so, stay away from activities that grieves the Holy Spirit. Don't quench the Holy Spirit. Learn to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You could be sitting in your office, you could be driving and you feel a moving in your spirit, whether to pray or to worship. Respond immediately, do that. That's how you begin to develop the consciousness and sensitive the Holy Spirit. Don't say, it, I'll do it when I get home. You'll end up quenching the Holy Spirit by the time you get back. There's nothing left. Praise the Lord. Be a doer of the word. Practice the truth of the word that you know. Don't go against God's word intentionally. Praise the Lord. He's called the spirit of what? Of truth. So stay away from lies. Let me repeat myself. Where is your strength? I say, where is your advantage? Where is your power? What is your advantage again as an unbeliever? If you believe that, start now. Give the Holy Spirit permission to take the steering wheel of your life. Be sensitive to His voice. Follow His instruction. If you love me, what does the Bible say? You'll obey me. Brothers, this is the only help. We are hopeless. We are helpless without the manifestation of, of the Holy Spirit. Praise Jesus. Jesus died for us on the cross. He paid the price. Who translates the weeping of Jesus into healing? The Holy Spirit. All the spiritual virtues embedded in the crucifixion. It is the Holy Spirit that manifests them in your life. In fact, the Holy Spirit is the one who is in the department of manifestation in the kingdom of God. So if you want to see the manifestations of your dreams, of the visions and the prophecies that God has given you, who is the one responsible for that? The Holy Spirit. When God spoke the word, who brought the word into light? It was the Holy Spirit. So value that relationship above any relationship you have. Anything that tries to come between you and the Holy Spirit is your enemy. Whether it is your own desire or it is a friend. Am I making sense? Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. 
brothers and sisters. Life is what? I say life is what? The enemy wants to draw you out of the water. Because he knows when you are out of the water, you are weak, you are vulnerable, you are defenseless. You see how a fish struggles when you pull it out of water? That's what the enemy wants to do. So he will do whatever it takes you to pull you out of that fellowship. Because the moment you are out of that fellowship, you become vulnerable to him. Your strength is, is staying in him and growing that fellowship. That's why Paul said that may the grace of who? Our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and what? The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. That's where prayer ceases to be an affair for asking things only. There's nothing wrong with asking things. But real prayer, asking how many hours do you need to ask for stuff? I mean, how many hours do you need to ask for something? Two minutes. You are done. Prayer is the real ministry of the believer. It is that incense that rises before the Lord. That takes you into fellowship. Are you hearing me? So make your prayer moments, moments of what? Communion with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Am I making sense to you? Let me give you some example. Do you remember, can you give me that scripture, the transfiguration of Jesus? Let's look at the transfiguration of Jesus. Say, I am strongest when I'm in the spirit. Is that beautiful song? You raise me up. I stand on mountain. You raise me up to walk on stormy sea. I am strong when I am in your presence. You raise me up to more than. Tell him again, you raise me up so I can stand. You raise me up to walk on stormy sea. Lord, I'm strong. When I'm on your shoulders, on your shoulders, you raise me up, you, to more than I can be. So the only one who lifts you up to more to a place where you can be is the Holy Spirit. That means there's a place my strength can take me, there's a place my experience can take me. But there's that place who the Holy Spirit alone can do one, can take you to. He said, Peter, you shall lift up your hands. And what will happen? The Holy Spirit will carry you. Say, Holy Spirit, carry me. Say, Holy Spirit, carry me. He wants to carry you. I say, He wants to carry you. He wants to carry you. In that business, in that family, in that, He wants to carry you. He's called who? Helper. Can't you hear? He says, I want to help you. You want to help? I, I said, I know. Have you ever been playing with children? You play with children? You play with kids? It is the kid who lifts up their hand that will always be carried. It's the children. Lift your hand. Put your hand down. Lift your hand. And it will carry you. Say, Holy Spirit, carry me. 
No matter how mature you are in the spirit, you'll always remain a child in the presence of the Lord. He said, wherever is like a little child, brother and sisters, where we are right now, you need the wind of the Holy Spirit to carry you. Say, I need the wind of the Holy Spirit to lift me up. Praise the Lord. So here's the Bible says, let's go back to that scripture there. Transfer, let me show you something. Now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like a sun. Now give me that version. There's another book that says, While he prayed. Give me that. While he prayed. This one just gives us. But I don't want to say, I think it is in Luke probably. While he prayed, what happened? He was transfigured. While he prayed. I'm trying to bring the point of prayer being an activity not just for asking stuff, but for what? Fellowshipping with who? With the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you. Try to talk to God, not the way we talk to God here. Do you know you can talk to God when I'm talking to you? Do you know that you can talk to God when I'm talking to you? Start talking to God like that. Just sit down and say, Father, I just want to thank you. You're beautiful. Don't even, just talk. Don't set your mind that would, oh, no, no. Just talk to God. How did Abraham, Abraham was holding a discussion with God. He said, but Lord, you know what? Just, that brings you to a place of rich fellowship with God. Are you hearing me? Free your spirit. Be relaxed. And say, Daddy, let's talk. Lord, I love you. You know what? You, you, now, Father, you know, you said in that scripture there, you know, this and that. Talk to God. is just like you're talking to any other person. Talk to God. You'll be amazed at the depth of fellowship you'll enter into with the Father. Praise the Lord. Now, sometimes we set our understanding of prayer is God is very far there. And you must use a lot of force. No. Daddy is right here. Say, Daddy is right here. Praise the Lord. So, develop that mentality that God is your daddy. And you are sitting with him. He said, Daddy, you know what? Let's discuss. You find yourself talking with God the whole night. Without losing energy. I'm telling you the truth. You talk with God the whole night. Because a conversation. And you'll hear him talking back. Am I making sense to you? That then prayer becomes a rich point of a fellowship with God. You walk out of that place. And there's a buoyancy in your spirit. You feel like floating. Say, Holy Spirit. Please help me. So as he prayed, what happened? The appearance of his face was altered. And his robe became white and glistering. Or glistening, sorry. Next. And behold, two men talked with him. Who were Moses and Elijah. Can you see where prayer can take your spirit? You enter into Zion. The spirit of just men. Made perfect. You start talking with Abraham. Like if there's any barren woman here. Sarah, Rebecca, who else? Rachel, Manoah's wife, who? Hannah, who else? Elizabeth. They'll come and have a conversation with you. Because those people who have testimonies in the Bible say, they'll talk to you. When the vision disappears, you'll, you'll get pregnant the following day. I'm telling you the truth. That is if you're married. Say never, that is if you're married. Are you hearing me? These guys came. Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus, the Son of God, needed the ministry of who? Moses and Elijah. 
These were the most dangerous prophets of the Old Testament. The Bible says, they spoke to him about what was to come. They say, we have come to encourage Jesus. You will see Abraham coming to your house in the night to encourage you. You don't believe what I'm telling you. But that's what fellowship takes you to. You graduate to a place where the spirit of just men made perfect will appear in your house. Not these ones of the village. Are you hearing me? Because the one you have been seeing is Jaja Mwanga. Are you hearing me? The devil imitates God. You don't understand. It is not those people are supposed to be appearing. It is supposed to be the Abrahams. They will be appearing to you. Am I making sense to you? And how many of you know that when those dead people appear the following day, things begin to go wrong? Because they come with certain virtues of evil. Now when the just men come, they come with a heavenly atmosphere around your life. So when they leave you, they leave you with heavenly results. Am I making sense to you? It's a kind of life going on. That should be our expectation. Amen. Hello. Am I making sense? So Jesus was praying. Who showed up? Moses. And they talked. Amazing. They talked. And then, what happened? Can you imagine that? So none of the disciples had what it takes to encourage Jesus. And it's true, because they all ran away. So there was nothing in them. So Jesus needed a special visitation. Some of you people around you, that are not enough for you. You need someone to appear from heaven to talk to you about what you're supposed to go through. God, I have myself on this before. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Continue. But Peter and those with him, those are people who are supposed to encourage him. You can see what is happening to them. They were what? Heavy with sleep. And when they were fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Uh huh. Then it happened as they were parting from him that Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles. One for who? Moses. Where did Peter see Moses from? Peter was just born yesterday. How did he know Moses? How did he know Elijah? How did he know? That means they also entered the spirit. Because in the spirit don't need introduction. You know, you know. <laughs> so they were benefiting from the prayers of Jesus even when they were sleeping. Are you hearing me? So what they were into was not something physical. It was a what? It was a vision. God was showing us when a man begins to pray, you begin to shine. Oh, That's why the Bible says, when you pray in tongues, what do you do? You charge yourself. Have you ever charged the battery? The more you charge, the more it glows. Have you ever seen that before? Have you ever this bicycle? Have you seen this bicycle? With dynamos? Then the faster you ride, the brighter they shine. Even the time of this border border man. This border border. When they stop, the light goes off. When they start, the light comes. When they actually the light goes off. I don't board those ones. I don't enter. I first say, check the light. I'm telling you the truth. Praise the Lord. There are borders like that. When you begin to pray in the spirit, physically, nothing, but in the spirit, you start to glow. You start, the more you pray, and it is that glow, when you reach that dimension of that glow, 
that those guys are in, then they are attracted to you. <laughs> there is a dimension of glory, these just men living. They don't just appear anyhow. You must have their atmosphere. So praying in the spirit creates that atmosphere for them. And I say, ah, okay. Whom do you want to see? Somebody wants to see Abraham. Praise the Lord. Amen. Somebody wants to see Judas. I don't want to see Judas, but whatever it is. Praise the Lord. So, when prayer becomes an instrument of fellowship, but not for asking things, you begin to enter into places of revelation that you have never walked into. And that's where God wants me and you to get into. Your prayer becomes an incense that rises before the Lord and heaven begins to give thanks. Remember, I said here in the morning, no angel in heaven can worship like you do. No angel in heaven. In fact, when a believer begins to worship, God says, you angels first keep quiet. Because angels don't have the nature of God. You have God's nature. Angels don't have the life of God. You have the life of God. So when you start to worship, your worship is greater than the worship of angels. Because a God is worshiping God. That's when they call him king of kings. When kings bow before you, you are a real king. <laughs> so when the gods here begin to worship God, angels shut down and say, the gods are worshiping me, the big God. Are you here with me? So your worship is beautiful. He longs for it. But you're always saying, Lord Bananas, Lord Chapati, Lord Shuse Banangi. Some say, there's something better than that. Praise the Lord. Becomes and worship. That guitar, Munguleni, you pray. Do you see Jesus? David played that thing. And who came down? The Holy Spirit came down. Another guy whose name is not mentioned, I think it was me. Praise the Lord. He played an instrument. And the spirit of prophecy came upon who? Elisha. That means there's a dimension of playing that you can get into. That you hit the heavenly chord and the atmosphere of heaven comes down in the place. It is there. Just like the prayer. We need to get inside. I say never need to get inside there. Can, can you bring the children please? I'm sorry. Bring the children. Bring the children. So I want to encourage us. Let prayer become an instrument of what? Of fellowship. So when you play that saxophone there, praise the Lord. Hey. God will glorify himself. God will glorify himself. So try it this week. Sit down. Get your chair. Sit there. Put the best chair. Say, Father, sit there. Let's talk. Say, Daddy, you know. You see what will happen to you. You'll be amazed. You'll stop looking at your clock. I'm telling you. You come here Sunday, you tell me, I saw Jesus. You will, these experiences, they're there for you. Amen. Say, they're there for me. Hallelujah. And if you're not born again, if you're here, this is the best time for you to give your life to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Because you cannot step into that place. It begins with Jesus. So please ask your neighbor. Thank you for coming to pray. But are you saved? And test them if you can speak in tongues. If they go, then tell them to come here. Praise the Lord. In case you're backslidden and you want to renew your faith in the Lord, you also come. We're going to pray for you.
with the children. Praise the Lord. And uh, if you don't have a home church, it's important that you have a home church. I didn't know it was raining. Jesus, where he came from. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Say, neighbor, thank you for the rain. Hallelujah. But I'm not holding you here. I'm not holding you here. Not all the children, those who are supposed to be baptized. No. Dedicated. Only those are supposed to be dedicated. You want to bring the whole army here. Praise the Lord. They are here. Hallelujah. There are some of you who are never dedicated. Ask your neighbor, were you dedicated? Ask your neighbor. I can also dedicate you this afternoon. Praise the Lord. Please, please come here. Come here. Come and stand right here. Good. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I need that oil then. These worshippers of mine, Banana. Can you give me a microphone? Can we sing it again? Can you stretch your hand towards these children, please? Father, you said in your word that the seed of the righteous shall be blessed. These children are blessed. They are the seed of the righteous. You said in your word that your seed shall possess the gate of the enemy. These children will possess the gates of the enemy. Father, thank you. Your word says to such belong the kingdom. Father, I thank you that your kingdom belongs to these children. They brought them to you that you might touch them. Lord, as I dedicate these children, Lord, as I lay hands on them, you will touch them. I thank you for the impartation of divine virtues into their lives. Lord, these kids will be pursued by the Holy Spirit all the days of their lives. Your hand of grace and mercy is upon them. Like you said, I have loved Jacob. Father, so let your mercy be upon all these kids, Father. Your love will surround them all the days of their lives, Father. Father, I thank you. You will order their steps from today forward. You will preserve them. You keep them, Father, from environment that will corrupt them. Father, I thank you. Putting in them the desires for the things of God like you did. As Jesus grew in wisdom, in stature, and in the fear of God, let it be the testimonies of these children. 
As John the Baptist was filled in the mother's womb. So let this kid be filled with your spirit. Father, thank you. I dedicate them that the Holy Spirit will rest upon them mightily all the days of their life. In the name of Jesus, I dedicate you to the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. From today forward, the Holy Spirit will pursue your lives all the days of your breathing days. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Amen. You are blessed, man. Hallelujah. So today you're going to lead mommy in serious prayers in tongues. Two hours. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Praise the Lord. Praise. Tell him I say, neighbor, you are blessed. Can you stand up on your feet, please? Stand up on your feet. Mm-hmm.